0: This is a Dice of Brussels. What does Leave.eu look like as a group? This is one of a, a series of podcasts about uh, the different groups. And now that they've all launched, I think it's helpful just to kind of get a, an initial take on the kind of approach uh, that they've got to the questions. Now, Leave.eu was the first major group that formed uh, around the referendum campaign back uh, in the summer. It's quite distinctive from the other two uh, groups that I'll talk about in that its uh, financial backing is very much focused on Aaron Banks, who is a businessman who has uh, supported various causes but particularly has put a lot of money behind UKIP, and Nigel Farage in his uh, party conference speech uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, as I've talked about here, uh, also put his uh, his eggs in that particular basket of saying that Leave.eu was the right group. So in, in terms of its basis, uh, if you look at its website, which is unsurprisingly Leave.eu, uh, it's uh, very much the one that talks least about its uh, breadth of background um, and talks much more about the kinds of issues that it's got. Now, the kind of critique that uh, Leave. EU have, I think, is one which uh, we we'd be quite familiar with. So they talk very much about how the uh, EU has uh, changed from uh, the system that uh, people had a vote on in 1975. That it's not uh, designed uh, really to reflect the interests of ordinary people. So it talks about being for big business and for Uh, politicians, but not really for what they term ordinary people. And I think that's a a strong defining theme, that it's very much uh, uh, that uh, critique that comes uh, particularly from the right but also from uh, assorted other groups which says that the system is an expression, a manifestation of how uh, modern politics has disengaged from popular will and popular interests. Now the way that it's framed is not so much as a, uh, a critique but rather of the EU but rather as a, uh, a sense of the opportunities of what lies beyond. And this is central I think really to uh, any Leave campaign is that it can't be enough to say that the current system is bad but also that you can say how the uh, alternative the uh post exit uh future is better if you look at their website you'll see a whole series of claims they talk about how uh the u k would get more control of uh its laws and its uh regulations and its courts make okay. would uh control of its borders again uh it would uh be able to uh have more uh influence in the world, that rather than being uh, held back by uh, needing to compromise with other member states, it would be free to make its own trade deals, uh, free to uh, pursue its own kind of uh, uh, interests. And clearly also part of that then is about uh, saving money, so focusing very much on the cost of membership, which it puts at uh, something in the region of £13 billion a year. Now, for them, I think that you know they're quite clear that uh, the EU is uh, a risky venture. That it's easy here to for them to talk about the problems that the EU faces. That uh, whether it's in terms of its ability to respond to different crises, or in terms of where it is going as an organisation, there's an element that uh, the status quo is also something that is problematic. And even if people don't appreciate. Uh, the benefits of what might be, they can appreciate the costs and the, the, the dangers of staying inside. Leave.eu, I think, is is a, an interesting place. It's probably in the, the weaker position of the two Leave groups uh, for being designated the official campaign, so it needs to carve out a particular niche. And this focus on this more uh, popular, uh, in some ways populist message about ordinary people, about giving them a voice, uh, recognizing their concerns, I think is probably where the group is heading towards. What will be interesting then is the way in which it can manage its relations with the other uh, leave group.